Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. This is Joe Pugh for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Delighted to be joined by Mark Tibbs here at his gym, Raynham Boxing Club at Origin in Raynham. How are we, mate? Lovely, Joe. Yourself? All good, thank you. Uh, let's get straight to it. Yeah. Saw you last week, didn't get to catch up with you, but it was a, a fun week to say the least at the Misfits at Wembley. How was it? Obviously, you had Elbrook on the card. Yeah, I thought she'd done a she, she worked very hard uh, since, since her first fight. She worked very hard here in, at the Origin Gym and, uh, and I think it paid off. I mean, you know, there was only one way to beat that girl who she fought and, uh, and it was, it was touch her a go whether she could pull it off because uh, obviously was there cheering her on and uh, because of her limited experience, obviously, you know, as I say, it was touch and go, but she, she nailed the game plan to a T. I was very, very proud of her for that, yeah. What's it like training, El? Because there's a lot of these fighters coming into the crossover boxing. I was just talking to Johnny Fisher about it, actually. Some take it more seriously than others, but El is one of the ones that trains like a proper pro, really, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. She, she, she trains as, as hard as... Uh, Ebony Bridges, as hard as Johnny Fisher, as hard as um, Tommy Fletcher, and uh, and Johnny Hedges, uh, who are all who are whole diligent, competent professionals and prospects. So she trains as hard as all of them. But the secret is 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 uh, is getting the balance right and make sure they enjoy it and make sure they develop and uh, pull off game plans like that. <laughs> Me, L, and Gareth A. Davis were speaking together last week during fight week, and yeah. she said she does have aspirations of turning pro. Do you believe that if she carries on with that work rate, takes it seriously as she has been, she could reach a level where she could potentially turn over? For sure, definitely. She's 24 years old, and uh, she's, uh, she's got, uh, you know, she's got uh, heart and she's got willingness and she's a very, very, very good, work, good learner and a quick learner. And uh, she enjoys it as well. She enjoys it and, she, and, you know, and she, she, she loves the sparring, the training. She understands what, why we do what we do. And uh, yeah, she likes it. 
last one on this obviously you come from a very traditional background in the boxing roots what do you make overall of the misfits and crossover boxing do you know what I haven't seen none of the fights as to yet but uh, the, the old production itself sitting in the audience was, was, was a great spectacle there was professional boxers there there was professional promoters there there was uh, celebrities there from the TV world with all their children it was a different crowd but it was a it was a it was a buzzing crowd and it was a really really good night of uh, I don't know if you can call it boxing but it was great entertainment but it was uh, I'm yet to catch up on all the fights I never saw them I just went there to uh, watch uh, Watch Elle finish, uh, you know, get the put the icing on the cake, and she done a fantastic uh, performance for sure. And uh, yeah, it was a pleasure to be uh, to help her prepare for that battle. Yeah. Speaking of Elbrook, you can't really speak about Elbrook at the minute without speaking about Ebony Bridges. They're a dynamic duo. They help each other out in both of their industries. But just reflection on Leeds: a fantastic performance from Ebony against Shannon O'Connell. Beautiful performance by Ebony Bridges, uh, and I didn't doubt it for one bit. It's uh, it's all up here, see, it's how, it's how you handle it uh, on the night. And she prepped uh, like a true professional, uh, like she did in the build-up of her uh, uh, first world title fight in, uh, in Leeds. She trained just as diligently. Uh, she did have hand problems, as we know, as she's had an operation since, but she was adamant she was not going to... Uh, she was not going to miss that uh, title defence and uh, she'd done a brilliant performance, amazing performance and uh, all the simple stuff, that, uh, all, the, all the flashy stuff we do in the gym, the simple stuff works. <laughs> she's no spring chicken but obviously she's relatively fresh as a pro. Do you believe that she can go on for unifications on the latter parts of this year because obviously we know that she's out with her hand at the minute? 100%. She's got, see, she's got... She's got IQ, she's got IQ and she's got, uh, same again, big heart and she's, she's one strong, you know, so-and-so. <laughs> I mean, she's very, very strong and strong, strong mind too, strong mind too and uh, she ain't going to sit down for no one. And uh, yeah, she's going to, she will want to unify. She's always spoke about unifying before she won the world title. She wants to, she wants to unify. Someone who was ringside that night in Leeds, and I know they've done spar in the past, was Nina Hughes, who's just won the WBA version of that title. Do you think that's a unification fight we could see down the line? Well, listen, if she's the champion and, and everybody wants to unify, of course I do. But I've not, never seen Nina Hughes. I didn't know who Nina Hughes was, to tell you the truth, with all respect. But I was walking, uh, I was in Leeds having a walk out the hotel, and I, and I bumped into a uh, a guy that trains her and uh, and then I learned who she was and I was over the moon for her because uh, I do know that trainer well um, and it was uh, it was nice so but and she was ringside after but um, yeah I mean Emily Bridges if she wants to unify titles of course she, she, she'll want to take them all up yeah Moving on to the rest of the stable then Tommy Fletcher big night for him his fourth pro fight next week on the yard better be of card how's he looking in the gym? Yeah, he's looking amazing. He's uh, he's finished sparring yesterday. He's uh, he's had some good sparring. He's had some uh, some real good sparring. In fact, you know, just to 
develop him and bring him on confidence-wise. He's, he's 21. He might be 21 this week. I've just learned. <laughs> so, he's, so, he's, so he's still a baby in professional boxing terms and, and, and in four fights. He, this fight will be a six-round six fight, so I'm happy with that. And uh, he's he done eight rounds yesterday with uh, with some good guys, Chris Lutecki and... Uh, and uh, another guy at the uh, uh, Will's gym, you know, uh, the Edge gym. Will Jones' Edge gym. Will Jones, I can't think of his name, beg your pardon, but he was, uh, he was former uh, cruiserweight Southern Area champion, yeah. So, so yeah, so it was, it's good for, um, good for Tommy sparring with it, the likes of them, you know what I mean? And obviously... He's sparring with Fisher. He's been sparring uh, with Johnny Fisher, John Hedges. Also, he's been sparring. We had him down here the other gym, the day the other gym. Uh, what's his name? The heavyweight. Moses Atuma. Moses Atuma. We had Moses Atuma down here, and uh, and uh, Tommy nicks a couple of rounds with him. So that was a good experience for Tommy too. And they all knew each other. I didn't know. They all knew each other from a from a trip they all did together in the GB squad out in Germany some years back. So that was lovely to hear and watch them communicate and have banter. Yeah. We'll come back to Moses Atuma in a minute, obviously, because I'm just interested to see uh, to hear about him sparring. But with Tommy, how important is it for yourself and S-Jam to guide him correctly? Because there's a lot of hype around him at the minute. He's knocking out everyone who he steps in the ring with in highlight real fashion. Is it important to kind of just slow down and make sure his career's steady as we move up the ranks? Well, listen... Uh, SJM know what they're doing, uh, and we, we 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 like to think we know what we're doing. But um, you know, he's 20, he's 21, I should say. So so so, and he punches very very hard. I did tell everyone uh, before they they signed him that how hard he punches. And uh, but you know, he's, because he because he punches that hard, you still don't rush him. They've got to develop mature. They've got to develop ring craft wise. You know that all that all takes takes time and, and patience but you know three four years it'd be re three years be ready to let off a bit more than he is now but, but um, once he once he understands that long jab he was working that jab yesterday like Thomas Hearns and uh, uh, once he once he, he keeps using that he won't want to use nothing else until it's time to put the now in the coffin if you know what I mean so so at the minute he's still got in his head he wants to bomb everyone out but that ain't a bad thing either but um, no, he's, he's, he's coming on lovely, uh, Tommy, and I, and I trust S-Jam, I trust uh, um, Frank Warren uh, Promotions and uh, BT Sport, they're doing a great job with him so far, yeah, for sure. Just moving on to both Johns, Fisher and Hedges, they were both out last in October, hoping to see them out relatively soon? Yes, I'm hearing. Uh, I'm hearing Johnny Fisher. He's uh, he's been doing some some good work with Sonny Cannon, our strength and conditioner, and we've done some some boxing work ourselves. And uh, he's um, he's going to be out, I believe, in March. So looking forward to the Rockford Ball uh, going on the road a little bit. I hear, but uh, that's all I know. <laughs> and Johnny Edges, I'm hearing he should be out in March, April. I'm hearing, but I don't know. So we'll have to uh, wait and see. With Johnny Fisher, do you uh, yourself and Sonny ever, ever get a little bit concerned when you see him and his daddy in all the Chinese round for the podcast? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest with you, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, I hear he had a date coming up and, uh, and I looked at him. It might have been a, 
might have been a month ago, and uh, there was him and uh, Johnny Fisher, and, uh, and I looked at him, I put him on the scales, I put them all on the scales from time to time, because by putting them on, this, on the scales, I know where I am with them, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and I've got certain sparring lined up for them, and I want them to help me out with sparring as well. So, so they have to be into, they have to be in a little bit of shape. Otherwise, it's irresponsible with myself. So, um, so once once they know, my, they've got to know my routine now. When I put them on the on, on the scales early in camp, <laughs> and they know what they are, then I stick them on the treadmill, and I do certain certain things on the treadmill with them to to get weight off. And I see them blowing. They know it shouldn't be blowing, but you know they've got to, they've got to have downtime. These train these boxes have got to have downtime as well. So, so I like them to come back. So I've got a blank canvas to work to because you've got to have your you know your peak, and it's a lot of pressure for these prospects when they're they're under the lights and they're getting all this exposure, etc. There's a lot of pressure for them. So, so it's important for them to let their air down, and, and they're 22, they're 20 year old, 24 year old. They're going to put a bit of weight on why they've got their downtime. It, it's allowed. But uh, Chinese three, four, five times a week, no, that ain't a good idea. <laughs> it's, not, it's not fighting fuel. It's not fighting fuel. But listen, it's allowed once Big, big John would big, beg to differ with that one. Well, Big, big John's retired, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that is allowed. Who can tell Big John? Yeah. I, I wouldn't like to. But just moving back to Moses Atuma, you mentioned you had him down the gym. There's a lot of hype around him. People are saying that he's, he wants to become the youngest ever heavyweight champion, wants to beat Mike Tyson's record. Just how good is he now you've seen him firsthand in the gym? He's, uh, he's very, very good, to be honest with you. He, is, uh, he actually, um, certain, thi- certain things he did and said and asked was, uh, was, was just nice, really. And uh, he knows what he wants. He's a very good operator. I mean... I only see him here for a couple of hours, so but what, what I saw, he's a very, very special talent. Yeah, he's um, he uh, no, he is, he is, and he knows how to adjust. He knows how to go a little bit light with the lighter guys, and uh, you know, in that, in that, he'd done about six, eight rounds, and, and in my communication with him and his trainer at the time, yeah, very, very good kid, and. Uh, yeah, he's uh, got a very, very bright future in boxing for sure. A lot of people are speaking to me about his boxing brain. Was you surprised just how smart he is for someone who's literally just turned 18? Well, yeah, I, I look at him as, a, as a, he's what you call a natural fighter. He's a natural fighter. He's a natural fighter. But he's 18 years old. He will need guiding. He will need developing. And... Uh, he won't be winning no world titles next year, put it that way. So we all need uh, we all need time to develop and and prepare, you know and and get ready for when that time might come around. But he is a very 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 good special heavyweight for sure. Yeah. Excellent. Just a couple of quick ones I want to ask you, Mark. Anthony Joshua in the past week has been. It's kind of all but confirmed that he's been travel, been training in America with Derek James. What's your thoughts on that move? And do you think it's right for him to kind of move away from the UK and set up camp in the US? Uh, well, well, listen, I don't want to be too judgmental, but um, something needed to change if he was to continue boxing because it clearly wasn't working. So, you know, I don't know Derek James 
and I wish uh, Anthony Joshua all the very, very best because uh, just because he's 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 uh, one of our biggest fighters, and uh, I want to see him operate at the highest level with our other top heavyweights. And uh, yeah, you say something needs to change. If he was to come to yourself, like obviously you've been around the game all your whole life, do you think you would know what to do to? change his style to be to get back up to the top yeah I just uh, he just needs to uncomplicate things you can't have too many people blowing too many things down your ear hole because uh, it's, it's clearly you know his boxing was a little bit confused if you ask me so so literally he's got to get someone uh, he's got to get a trainer who, who he respects and trusts and crack on simple as that Fury versus Usyk, the undisputed fight, the fight that everyone wants. Frank Warren's come out and said that it's looking like it could be late March, early April now. It's getting pushed back and pushed back. Is that a worrying sign that it hasn't been made yet? Not really. It's a big, big fight, isn't it? It's a big, big fight. Let's have it right. And, uh, and things have got to be right amongst uh, the logistics of it all. So, so, so no, it's not, it's not worrying but it's good that they're communicating, so so that's good. So I didn't hear that, but that's uh, they're, they're talking, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of attention's been on the whole crossover boxing over the past couple of weeks, just because KSI has been fighting. But how big would it be for our sport if that fight gets over the line? Amazing, amazing for sure, definitely. And uh, we'd love it in the UK, wouldn't we? But uh, I'm hearing it's going to be in Saudi. Yeah, yeah, Saudi Arabia. Oh, there, there are mentions of Wembley, but they're just saying they're going to go where the money is. And if if past has been anything to go by, then Saudi's the one with the money. Yeah, well, listen, at least we're going to get it. Uh, a, a unification heavyweight battle and uh, Tyson Fury, our own Tyson Fury, will be uh, in that fight. And I, I, I back him to win that fight, yeah. Excellent. Last thing I want to talk to you about. Well, you know, what would be interesting is that because Tyson Fury is so so smart in and out the ring, as in witty on it, yeah. Uzik is as well. Yeah. Alexander Uzik as well. So so that will be a very very. Oh, they're 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 uh, when they meet up, that's going to be that's going to be um, entertaining in itself. You know, Uzik and uh, Josh. Uh, sorry, Uzik and Tyson. Yeah. Very very big fight this weekend. Chris Eubank Jr. versus Liam Smith. Can I just get your thoughts on that? And who are you backing in that one? Well, as I see it, look, Liam Smith, he's got a vast amounts of experience uh, and very, very cute and cunning fighter. And, uh, and Eubank is going to fill it in there. He's going to fill that, 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 uh, that ring craft in there against Smith. And uh, I feel that Smith is going to get off to a very, very good lead, actually. And uh, But Chris Eubank Jr., for me, is the fresher animal out of the two. He's the bigger animal out of the two. And he is, he is, he is, uh, he's got a, he's got a steel, steel in his veins. I'd like to see Eubank Jr. Lengthen his long levers. He always fighting short, bent arm all the time. Short and bent arm all the time. I think he could uh, extend his long levers, uh, make him longer at times, and work on his long game as well as his short. But I feel, uh, I feel, uh, 
I feel that he's going to probably even get off the floor to win Eubank Jr. I think I fancy. But uh, great fight, great fight. What a fight. That is a proper fight, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think that the weight could play a part in that fight? Obviously... Eubanks fought at super middle before and Liam Smith's kind of been a career 154 campaigner. This fight's at 160 middleweight. Do you think that could play its part? Yes, uh, it, it could play its part, but uh, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Uh, it is a heavier weight than, than when he was going to fight Ben, wasn't it? Yeah, I think the Ben fight was at 157 pounds. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's why I, I still favour I favour uh, Eubank in this in this fight against Smith. I mean, it's a great fight. I wouldn't be surprised, you know. As I say, uh, as I say, uh, I think he'll get off the floor to, uh, to 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 get the win. But uh, if he don't get off the floor, he won't win, will he? So Smith wins. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, Mark. Thank you very much for your time and having me down the gym today. Is there anything else you'd like to mention? No, that's everything. I think we've, we've covered everything. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks very, mu- thanks very much, Mark. I'm sure I'll okay. catch up with you next week on Yard Baturbia Fight Week, and I'll see you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.